0: Quite an impact, actually, uh, when he sank that uh, three iron and hit me in the back of the head. I can't believe I'm into this. I really hate to lose. Asking forgiveness. Got the Struggler's Blues. Struggler's
1: We're back. The Gulf Insiders taking you home on the fairways of I-4 in the house. Holly G. along with Will Perry. We're going to waste no more time. We're going to go straight to the man who covers the best of the best in women's golf. For Global Golf Post, Steve Eubanks. Hello, Steve.
0: Hi. How are you doing, Holly?
1: Doing well. How are you, my friend?
0: I'm great, thanks. Are you up in New Jersey? i Am indeed. I am. Uh, I'm, I'm actually on my way to dinner here in, uh, in uh, Morristown, New Jersey, which is very near Bedminster. So... uh it's a it, it's a lovely spot.
1: And I, did you tell me that you're sitting down uh, having a little tete-tete-tete with um, uh, a guy by the name of Paul Azinger?
0: I am, yeah. Uh, Paul's probably my best friend. We've been friends for a number of years, and we're, uh, we're having dinner together tonight. Uh, we don't get to see each other much on the road, but this is one of the weeks when we do.
2: Well, that's awesome. And he's calling the action this week, right, as well with Fox?
0: He is, yeah. That's a, he's, he's with the Fox team that will be calling the action this week. He and uh, Brad Paxton and Julie Yankster will be and of course Joe Buck will be in all the weekends.
1: Uh, so. Joe Buck. <laughs> I Doesn't love Doesn't he it. have a full have A's game A's to go <laughs> yeah. to go cover somewhere? Thank God for Paul. He can he can carry the day. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so uh I mean there's just I don't even know where to start here. Um uh Lexi Thompson sitting uh right now, what, in the in second place on the race to the CME Globe this year. Uh, so Young-Ru at the top, and Arya Jutanyagarn uh, at third. Brooke Henderson, who won uh, just a couple of weeks ago, at fourth. Who who should we keep in our eye on, Steve?
0: All, all of those. Um, I would say that you know, Lexi has been struggling a little bit with the direction on the driver. I know her father, um, who, who Scott, who works with her, is attempting to get her to shorten it up just a little bit on the takeaway she does, if she if she has a flaw in that swing, it is a tendency to flip it a little bit at the top, and and that causes some directional issues. Uh, but if she's able to firm it up at the top, then uh, she's gonna, you know, really be in a great position because this this golf course is longer than most. It is wider than most U.S. Open venues, so th- there is a little bit of wiggle room there. Uh, you'll see a lot of these players pulling driver out of the bag a lot more often than you would expect.
1: What about uh, the the greens? Is is it going to favor somebody's you know who's who's going to get hot with the flat stick? Not that familiar with well, Trump but, National.
0: Yeah, the, the 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 greens are huge. I mean that they are, but they but they're all set up in sections. So you're going to have to be very precise with your iron play. Um, you can miss an iron shot pretty badly uh, and still be on the green. You just will have uh, you'll be in a position where it's almost impossible to putt. So it's a it's a the, the greens, in some instances, are as much as 40 yards long from front to back. Wow. So um, it, Some 120-plus really
2: putts uh, this week. Say again? Some some big 100-plus uh, foot putts this week that we're going to see possibly. Oh, yeah,
0: absolutely there will be. There will absolutely be some some 100-footers. Some um, but you want to find the, the player who is dialed in with their iron play so that they can get in on the right levels and can leave themselves some regional. Plus, now, they have not been that firm. Uh, I'm sure they will firm out as the uh, week progresses, but right now they're, they're probably running 11. Actually, when I was out today, I saw uh, one of the USGA officials out there with the stent meter working on them. So um, I, I know they want to get them around 13. Um, I'm no, I don't think they're quite there yet.
1: Uh, someone who, you know, made a run for it on Sunday but finished just a little bit short, seems like she is always in the mix. Christy Kerr. Uh, she's got to be one of the one of the favorites for this week and weekend. Yeah.
0: Well, uh, especially when you start talking about uh, precision irons and and you know needing to have uh, a good putting week, and you know Christy is you know, she is laser sharp with her irons and uh, and will always uh, you know always rolls the ball well. Uh, you know the other person that you mentioned is that not only the person that is leading in the race to the CME Globe, but the current number one player in the world, so you yeah, and you who is, uh, you know, look, she's the best ball striker in the game. It's, it's not even close. Um, she leads in fairways hit. She leads in greens and regulation, uh, total driving. Uh, and, you know, I have actually followed her the last couple of days. And, uh, you know, it's almost Ben Hogan-like in the um, in the precision that she's putting on it right now. So, uh, again, it all boils down to her holding a few putts. But if she does that, I expect her in the mix as well. Plus, she already has the U.S. Open to her to her credit, so she knows what it takes to win the championship.
2: So last year, Brittany Lang took the title after uh, defeating Anna Nordquist in the playoff. I mean, are we is this a U.S. Open where it could be a little bit more of a dark horse that that could contend? Somebody like Brittany Lang, or is it more of a front runner situation where we do have you know all the best players in the world pretty playing pretty well? Um at this point. Lydia Coe yeah, we
0: do have we, we do have all of the best players playing well, which I think is you know is an indication that you would have to go with one of the favorites. Now, if you'll recall, Lydia Coe, who was the best player in the world at the time, was going for her third major in the row and in a row and led through fifty four holes last year. Mm-hmm. So uh, Brittany Lang was a little bit of a dark horse coming from back on Sunday. Now I'm not saying that couldn't happen again. But the, just the setup of the golf course and the way, the way things are beginning to shape out, I, I would think that you're looking at, at much more of uh, someone that, you know, has won or is, is much more of a household name. And
1: if we were going to uh, put into the mix somebody who's won, uh, of course, Michelle Wee winning in Pinehurst uh, seems to have her game coming around. Talk about a long hitter. And it seems, you know, like she's, she's uh, tamed some of the demons in her putting.
0: She has tamed some of the demons in her putting, but most importantly for Michelle, she's very confident now of playing basically Bruce Litsky golf. She lines up on the left side of the fairway, takes it completely out of play, and hits the cut every single time. Uh, and, and, you know, she's very comfortable with that. It no, doesn't matter what the hole does. If it turns left, if it turns right, she's going to line up left and cut it. And And now that she has basically eliminated half of the golf course, I think she's uh, she's much more confident in going ahead and taking some freewheeling
1: points. Switch just for a moment to get your thoughts on this 14-year-old amateur who won uh, for the first to be the youngest winner in the ladies' European tour history, winning over in Thailand. Uh, Pretty remarkable. She she just edged out Lydia Ko, who uh, was the youngest at 15 years old.
0: Yeah, you know, you just wonder how, how young they can get uh, before they start competing on the world stage like this. Now, um, you know, I, I firmly believe, Holly, and I think if you've been around the game for any number of years, you understand that everyone has a window in which they, they play their best golf. Um, I sure do hope that this girl hasn't hit her window at age 14 uh, and then has it fall away by age 18 or 19. Uh, you want to hit that peak around 20 to 21 years old, so that you have uh, an extended career when your when your body is mature and you know you have the the mental capability to, to handle that level of success. But you know we'll see. I mean, the the the, uh, the winners keep getting younger, and I keep being surprised.
1: Well, we know someone that has some experience in that department. That's Michelle Wee. Absolutely. Oh, well,
0: Absolutely. and that's what they I was going to say. That.
2: Yeah, that's something that you touched on. It seems like especially in the women's game, they definitely do peak a heck of a lot earlier than than they do in the men's game. And even just taking, like, the Michelle Wee case and a lot of other uh, juniors and amateurs who have played really well in their their teenage years, Um, can you touch a little bit on that, maybe?
0: Yeah, I mean, look, I I know that uh, we have all been around long enough to remember Ari and Nari Song, uh, who as juniors were... You know, we're playing in the A in the A and A inspiration and you know, finishing very high on the money list and, and people were saying, Wow, these kids are, are you know, they can't miss. Well, they did miss. Uh, and it was because they they simply peaked too early. Um, and you know, you saw that with Michelle Wee, you've seen that with a number of other players over the years. Maybe even Morgan um, Pressel ho- to let's hope some degree. In case it's not.
1: Morgan Pressel, you were saying? Yeah,
2: but uh, he was kind of just yeah. finishing it out there. Yeah, I mean, hopefully that's not the case for some of these these younger up-and-coming juniors. But it's kind of kind of part of the nature of golf a little bit, too, though, isn't it? So many players playing day in, day out, week in, week out, competing and trying to get to that level.
0: Yeah, I mean, obviously they, they all want to reach the ultimate goal. And, and, you know, they are working so much harder. And there is so much competition at, at an early age now. Uh, if you have these kids, you know they, they have done nothing but golf their entire lives, and you know that they, they are going. Some of them are going to peak early.
1: No doubt about it. So, um, one other final um, note: we we lost a, just a huge person in the world of of golf, both golf and women's golf, and that was Louise Solheim, wife of Ping founder Carsten Solheim, who passed away at the age of 99. Uh, back when I was at the LPGA in 1990, we uh, she was the one that uh, cre- created and was the founder of the Solheim Cup, which is now, of course, we know the, the Women's uh, Ryder Cup, if you will. And uh, she 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 was side by side with her husband in building that company and has done so so many th- great things for women's golf.
0: Yeah, I, I believe that without uh, Louise, there would have been no Carson. And uh, without Carson, there would have been, uh, you know, the game would have been a lot poorer and there would have been a lot fewer innovations than we have seen today. Uh, and certainly the Solheim Cup is the legacy that uh, that, will, that will go on for a long, long time with those two. Um, and, and again, this year I think you we're, we're going to see uh, in Des Moines a lot of tributes being paid. But um, uh, more importantly, I mean, I think the lasting legacy is going to be uh, the fan support and uh, all, those, all those people out there cheering at Solheim Cup.
1: How about this? 14 grandchildren, 47 great-grandchildren, 14 great-great-grandchildren. That's a lot. Wow.
0: Pretty incredible.
1: Yeah. so uh, Certainly someone we're going to miss in this game uh, tremendously. So, Steve, uh, before we let you hop off to dinner, who's your pick for the U.S. Women's Open?
0: I would have to say that if I, if I were going to pick right now, I'd have to have two picks, Lexi Thompson if she putts well, and so on you, if if, uh, if she's striking it the way she's striking it right now.
1: Well, we always allow two picks here at the Golf Insiders. Well, that's true. It's a Holly G rule.
2: It is a Holly G rule.
1: All right, Steve, <laughs> Eubanks, as always, we appreciate spending time with us. Uh, have a great week there in Bedminster. And uh, as always, check all of Steve's stuff out at GlobalGolfPost.com. You're listening to the Golf Insiders, 96.9 The Game. More golf talk coming up.